Hey everybody, Amy from the Office of Multicultural Affairs here, back with another episode. As the semester winds down and most folks have completed their spring classes and finals and are turning ahead to summer, we wanted to focus on you today, on the process of being good to yourself, being kind for yourself, and thinking about how to do that, to take some of those lofty concepts and some of those abstract ideas and bring them into concrete practices. And I hope that you remember that word, practices, that these are strategies, tips, and methods that you can use and learn that you do not know how, need to know how to do it all. I recently stumbled upon a quote that may become one of my absolute favorites and jumped the line right into the top 10. It says, in all the greatest spiritual traditions, at their heart is tenderness, just to be kind inside. And then everything writes itself. Fear rests. Confusion rests. This is by businesswoman Pamela Wilson. In this episode, we're going to discuss eight strategies that you can utilize and again that you can practice on how to be kind to yourself, especially during these difficult times. Join us. Our first practice is listed first, perhaps because it is one of my favorites. This is something that I've talked about with students over many years. Do you talk to yourself the way that you would talk to your best friend or the way that your best friend might speak with you? If your best friend came to you with a concern, a problem, a worry, a mistake they made, or something that really might have gotten screwed up, would you call them names? Would you say they were undeserving or unworthy? Would you be unkind and aggressive toward them? Chances are you would absolutely not. They're your best friend. You would speak to them with kindness. You would encourage forgiveness. You would look for ways and paths forward to maybe correct whatever had happened or how to improve in the future. I ask you, how can you be more your own best friend? How can you treat yourself with that same level of kindness, that same level of intentional care that you do for the other people in your life and the people that you care about? You also deserve that care. Number two, ask yourself the question, does this benefit me? Does this perspective, does this conversation that I tell myself, do the words that I describe myself as benefit me? Does this framework move me forward or does it hold me back? And where are my opportunities to reframe those words? How else can I talk to myself? Are there certain pathways? Are there certain actions? Are there certain relationships that you're involved with that don't benefit you? How can you replace those with methods that are better for you, that help move you forward, that propel you into the future that you deserve and that you hope for? Number three, separate your task from your character. If something is messed up, if something goes wrong, 
How do you separate who you are from what happened? Maybe you didn't have enough knowledge or experience or struggled with your response. But instead of saying, I'm so bad at that, can you say, I haven't learned how to do that yet? How do we separate I'm not from not yet and look for opportunities to grow and to develop? Number four, setting healthy boundaries. Where do you need to create limits? Where and when are the situations or the people around you in a place where you maybe need a break? Or you need to recall who are those around you who uplift you and create some of those distances and create some of those boundaries that are appropriate for you? How do you take charge and take responsibility of those boundaries? And knowing that is particularly challenging, who in your life can help you create those if you do need assistance? Number five, release yourself from unrealistic expectations. We often talk about pre-COVID-19 expectations don't really apply in a post-COVID-19 world. What are you setting yourself up for? What is it that you think you need to do or accomplish without understanding the why? What is your bandwidth? What is your capacity at this time? And what is reasonable for you to think about, handle, and do? And if there are areas that you still have responsibilities where you struggle with that capacity, who can help you grow that bandwidth? Who can help you realign your schedule, your responsibilities, or even provide a listening ear of support? How can, again, you find expectations that are realistic the best you can? Number six, respect your body. Your physical body is what moves you throughout the day, carries you, and regardless of who you are, is a powerful force that holds your mind and soul. Are you really thinking about getting enough sleep? And maybe you need some more sleep these days. Thinking about how to have healthy foods the best that you can. Moving your body. At least getting outside for a walk. Taking care of your body improves that capacity for thinking. Makes you more likely to be clear. To be able to think kindly and serve yourself more kindly. Number seven, slow down and take the time to separate from what's around you. If that's quiet time, let that be quiet time. Journaling, sitting outside, learning what it's like to be in solitude and getting to know yourself. Deep awareness can come from that time with yourself. Sometimes we say it's like being on a first date with yourself. Asking yourself those questions about your hopes and dreams. Thinking about your best characteristics. Taking that time to step out of the rush and slowing down. And number eight, learning how to self-soothe. This is something a lot of us do not take the time to do. But stopping to ask yourself, when I'm upset, when I feel really stressed out, when my thoughts may chase me, what is it that helps me calm down? 
who has helped me before and what have they done? Is that a soothing and relaxing voice that I should talk with myself with? Are there breathing exercises that help me? Having those tools and knowing what soothes you before the difficult situation arises makes it more likely that you will be able to grab them out of your toolbox when the situation occurs or when the need arises. We would absolutely love to hear what other strategies and practices that you have in being kind to yourself. The top eight that we offered are ones that we've seen a lot of folks use and use successfully. And again, I want to remind everyone, these are practices. How can you be kind to yourself even learning these strategies, behaviors, and tips? We are so happy that you've joined us today. We would also like to offer you this brief relaxation, maybe thinking about what we talked about today in self-kindness. Please go ahead and find a space that is comfortable, quiet, and relaxing. You may sit up, you may lay down, what works for you? Remember, this time is for you and only you. Close your eyes. Take a soft, slow, deep breath in through your nostrils. Feel the relaxation grow as you take this time. Exhale that breath, releasing any tension or stress in your body. With that second breath, breathe deeper. Allow yourself to connect more closely and intimately with who you are. If there are any areas of tension in your body, send that breath to that area, releasing that tension, sending it out into the universe. As you continue inhaling and exhaling, how do you speak kindly to yourself? How did you care for yourself this week? What makes you unique, special, and strong? Breathing deeper, thinking about how you matter, how you are a unique individual and there is nobody else just like you. You are an important member of our UMass Lowell community and we are so happy that you're here with us. Continuing to breathe, continuing to relax, thinking about the words that you can say to yourself to best support who you are and what you need at this time. Your resiliency, your strength, your grit, and your kindness. Breathing in and filling yourself with those positive words or other words that are best for you. Appreciating the time that you are taking simply for yourself as an individual away from any distractions, away from any external sources, focusing entirely on yourself, who you are, and what you need just today. As you relax, I want to congratulate you for spending this time with us, for giving yourself just a few minutes to be who you need for yourself. As we wrap up today's episode, I would like to remind you that the Office of Multicultural Affairs is always here for you.
We care about you. We miss all of our students and look forward to staying in continued community with you throughout the summer and beyond. Be well.